0: Entre liqueur. Liquid Entrepreneurship and Small Bars Daily Business. Dear friends of the Liquid World, welcome to episode number 21 of the Entreliquors audio experience. Today, I would love to do another EEE session, which is the Entreliquors Experience Exchange. This is if somebody gives me a call in uh, via this wonderful Anchor app, or you can also, you know, send a question via mail or. Pigeon, whatever you prefer. I try to grab it all. I love the Anchor app for giving the possibility to add in some audio. Uh, and I had to smile a little bit when this gentleman sent me a voicemail on the app because uh, it's about Michael. Michael is one of our bartenders. He just started for our, working for us at the Boilerman Bar in Munich. Uh, I remember the days when I started to hire people doing all the interviews and receiving his CV. Um... Because that was interesting for me. Michael is a person who I follow and who follows me on social media, especially on Instagram, for quite a while. So I knew him and he's really dedicated to good drinks, good baths, good booze. So uh, that was quite interesting to see and understand like, wait, this is the guy I follow for and we follow each other and comment each other on good booze, good drinks. So I had a really good feeling because I knew that there is a little bit things in mind which are I think same minded let's say it like this. So you just have the same idea of quality and what maybe makes a good drink or a good bar and this is something really valuable for me so it was interesting to me to see how social media is changing the game so I received a CV and I was struggling because I'm not struggling but I thought he was already working longer time as a bartender so I realized he has an art design uh, background and was just now for less than a year working uh, in, a, in a really good bar just a few months in Munich and uh, decided he wanted to move maybe the job because he was really interested in what we do so I really liked his uh, you know his approach I thought he was really longer time a bartender he isn't and now he's part of our team and we are really happy to have him there and he's doing a great job and yeah so I had to smile a little bit when I saw this um, uh anchor request coming in from from people of our teams, but for sure, Michael, I love to answer all the questions and so here we go. It is in German, but I will after that try to translate in my loudy English, so the English audience is also enjoying what you say Michael Hello, of alternative Finanzierungsmethoden, methods man eine Bar a bar, for example, crowdfunding platforms. would be interesting. Thank you. Ciao. Thanks, Michael. So Michael, he just asked like, Jörg, what's your opinion on alternative financing models, especially something like crowdfunding? I mean, for sure, we there's many, many things how to finance a bar. And I think this is something really everybody thinks about. And there's many, many input on that. But, I mean, you give me a specific route, which is crowdfunding, and I think it's quite interesting. I think many of us have thought about crowdfunding, and uh, in general, I would say, why not, Michael? Why not? Um, But then, uh, when you see how crowdfunding works, it's maybe a little bit to think about if it's really the way you want to go with your bar. Maybe you find a way with execute this perfect, but maybe not. So in general, crowdfunding is something very public and something, you know, giving to everybody. So in a perfect world, it's picking up, it's going viral, so people really like the idea and then it's becoming super interesting. Um, because you know many many of these crowd founders run run highly over budget and get you know f- much more founding than they were asking for, which maybe gives them a bigger uh, possibility to scale their business new um in hospitality, for sure, there's a big demand on money. This is a real money business um especially when it comes to open a place, you know you need lots of uh money before uh just to 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 come to the point where you not own the property but at least have a have a good lease uh, then you have to build in all the place you have to you know make sure that your system is running people you know you have to employ people so there's quite a lot of money to invest in the beginning especially when you think about Roy, when will the money come back this can definitely take a time when it comes to the liquor business or not to the liquor to the bar business to say that um So, the idea of crowdfunding, I think the general idea, what made it so famous in the, especially online startup world, is something different. It's more like you have a product, which you maybe not even develop yet. Um, and then you make really, you you explain people, and then it's about, you know, you, you offer people a special price. So, the general question you have to think about, uh, when you want to go crowdfunding is what's the value for the other side? What's the value for the people who want to give you money before there is even a product? Is it just a super cool, such an awesome product that you would be jealous not to be in the first round when it comes out? Um, is it something so important that you definitely need it or do you add some extra value to the package? So if people really love the product you are producing and you and they subscribe, you know, in advance, so do they get something extra? Is there a reality? So when it comes to hospitality, I think there is the, the biggest thing is like, I mean, for sure you can play around and just make a business plan, but the, the problem is... The real business starts with a lease. So you can make an intellectual business plan, but to really be precise, also to explain the people what they get, the actual product is connected to a lease and to building it. So don't get me wrong, it don't have to be finished, but you have to say where it's located, in which house, how it looks maybe. And there comes the problem with crowdfunding because this is not the general idea of crowdfunding. So you can go all in, but then if you sign the lease, your time starts running. You know, you have to be kind of quick to bring it all together, to open the place. So nobody would buy the Katze in the sack, as we say, (laughs) the cat in the sack with German. I don't know what the English translation is. It means like things you don't really know what you get. Um so normally nobody would buy that so that is I think the biggest difference to classic startup crowdfunding talking about products here you have to sign a lease you have to find a property which is really tricky for especially when it comes to real cool cities especially when it comes to what's the value for the people for example if a really cool classic or whatever super cool high-end i don't know whatever bar comes to your special neighborhood that is a high value i guess so bar business is also a location game so there is lots of value in the location if people know where you are located that adds really much value to the price in my opinion you know, as I showed you, is it the neighborhood or is it something, you know, next to your working place or is it something maybe interesting for a company or whatever. So actually, and also, I mean, you have to explain people the concept. This is theoretically, but there's no concept without a room. So you never know if this works out because the biggest problem in hospitality is finding the right place and making the concept you want to establish work in this place. And it's not guaranteed. So fact is, you can start early as a crowd founder, Um, yes, but that is very theoretical. I don't think you will get people with this kind of construct or with this kind of um, uh, product you are offering. You have to be concrete and detailed, but from this point on you become concrete and detailed. Your time is already running. So what you can do is you can try to attract as much people as possible in crowdfunding to... uh You know, maybe, maybe you get money, but at least you need already most of the money or at least you need all of the money because you're not sure if the crowdfunding works out if it's really about founding a bar. So if it's like you asked me, an alternative finance model, I would say it's tricky because it's location-based and it's really, really much based on the lease which you maybe don't know and don't own yet. But there's something really interesting about crowdfunding, you know, just let people think you want to do a crowdfunding. And it's a, I think it can be a really interesting marketing tool, especially if you have already a little bit of network in your town uh, and you already have a little bit of exposure and people know who you are. So offering people something in advance because they trust you they know you and also from the point on where you already signed a lease not using this as a really founding money, but more as a marketing game for example, I promise you uh, the regulars of Le Lyon, many of them, they know us, they know what style of drinks we do, they know our pricing. For example, if we, I think there would be freaky guests if we tell them, listen, you can drink for a thousand euros, but you only have to pay 500. You can think, you know, you get a kind of uh, special rate or whatever, so you you can buy in before you open. And there's a great story I will tell you on that in a second, but I think crowdfunding and hospitality can be interesting. Just see it as a marketing tool. Don't rely on the money. You still need to, you know, convince people, make the money, but then it can be very helpful to connect people before you open to your space and already make sure that they have to show up and spend their money there. I think this can be really, really interesting. And uh, there's a guy, I forgot his name, but there was a very famous restaurant, kind of, you know, it was these every people, every cool people, you know, which lived in Hamburg know this restaurant in the 90s and was called Die Brücke, Uh, The Bridge. And they were really, really famous. It was a really small place. You know, people really hang out. They had a really small bar, you drink gin tonics and beer and were super crowded. But they became really, really famous for the Escalop of Wheel. So they did really amazing true Vienna style uh, Escalops from best wheel ever. And that was in the nineties. And this was a guy who was very famous in Hamburg. You know, he just built a really cool crowd. He was his his restaurant was in a kind of sophisticated maybe even say rich neighborhood and you know he did this amazing you know kind of cool uh, for the cool people restaurant over years so he get in touch with all the people living there and then he decided something really interesting interesting i was not sure because the restaurant still exists it's still very famous for the escalope of wheel, it's still a nice place to go. It's one of these, you know, veteran places you always have in a town, and I really like to see this, especially when you think about uh, hospitality as a business. You love to see veteran places because it gives you a good feeling that it can be a sustainable business for sure. So, what these gentlemen decided, he decided to he wanted to move to Mallorca, you know, a nice island next to Spain, uh, and he wanted to live there. And the interesting thing is in Mallorca, you know, there's many, many people from Germany. And there's also a kind of what we call the German or the Hamburg hill. There's an area, not in the super famous areas, but there's an area where many, many, many people from Hamburg have their properties you know rich people just you know they they live a few months in the summer in Mallorca two or three months they have good houses in the area where he used to have his restaurant so he knew many people Hamburg and Mallorca they are fantastically connected and um, so he decided to open the restaurant and he gave out he called it the Escalop stock so the Schnitzel Aktie and don't nail me on that number but as far as I heard one thing maybe cost 500 deutschmark or a thousand i was not sure i think it cost you 500 and you get a value for a thousand there was some deal like that and he started to offer it just you know to his regulars when he still was operating the restaurant because he already knew what was happening and he really sold like i don't know up to a thousand so he really made 300 400 thousand deutschmarks that was just word of mouth you know people in hospitality when they whisper stories maybe it's all wrong but this was coming to me the story and i I, that was long time ago and i really liked it Um, so he went to mallorca and he had all the money he needed for the restaurant kind of because people knew him and people trusted him and they knew they get a really good value for money he already knew he had this property so he was not, you know there was a Mallorca he got time you have one year because it's all about seasons and so he can all figure that out the Hamburg people now. now we have a cool uh, restaurant next to us and this the second good effect was every you know you don't give something really out to the people they don't own anything but they have you know they have to come and spent their money so the restaurant was crowded from the first day on that was amazing so this story was really you know told in the hospitality business in hamburg because he was i met this guy once he came to our restaurant like long time ago really relaxed coming from mallorca you know uh, kind of he made it uh, he just, you know, he just feel like a happy man. He just, you know, had a nice business running in the sun and he somehow find a way to make it all not so stressy. And I really like to see that working out. And that was far before the internet came. Uh, and now the internet is just a tool. So don't use crowdfunding. Is it more like just you want to play around with tool I mean tools are for fools so it's a little bit like yeah don't don't get you know messed up and just you know being amazed by a tool still have an idea and a strategy behind it and then find the right tool to maybe make it happen and again it's all about the network you build as a bartender in your town as a bar owner in your town it's all about local 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 and the good thing is nowadays because of social media and everything this what we in the past used local network business it's not anymore that kind of local you know we have many many regulars that live in we have a bar in Hamburg but they live in Munich or Frankfurt or whatever because they travel quite a lot there once a week in Hamburg but because of social media and other stories Storytelling tools they just have the idea they are every day very much together with you which helps us really really much so I would say you can go crowdfunding I Think it's not the right tool because hospitality is location based business if you are already having a crowd use it as an amazing marketing tool especially to fill up your place from the beginning on and have a great word of mouth. And it's all about what value is in it for the other side. The people who are kind of investing in you, what do they get back? What's their personal return of investment? And if this is something really cool, and I think bars can deliver something really cool. If you live in a town, it can be very helpful to team up with a bar just for you. If you're, I don't know, a businessman or whatever, and you just say, Hey, cool. This is now, you know, my place. I'm in. I think this can be interesting. So thanks for calling in and speak soon, everybody.